0: I'm still recording! What up, party people? It's your boy, the Funky Walker, Dirty Talker, a.k.a. A. Shaw, Nunilla, then Scruffzilla, and the Grays. We back here with the the Uncut podcast, one-on-ones. I got a cool guy sitting here with me right now. Um, Been doing music for quite some time, and he's gonna tell y'all about that here in a little bit. Um, My man, Hundred Grand, Maurice Anthony. What's up, everybody? Shoot, man, tell us uh, Tell us what's been going on with you. Uh,
1: We've been, well, I've been working on an album Why? I, I just finished an album called Leave Me the Fuck Alone. Uh, I just put out the pre-order link the other day. It comes out September 30th on, at mauriceanthony.net. Um, it's going to be released digitally, and then uh, through This Ain't Heaven, we're going to have cassettes, and then uh, me and This Ain't Heaven are actually coming up with uh, tour dates as we speak sounds so good sounds for good the end of october
0: sounds good i will definitely be snatching up a couple of those uh cassette tapes um probably end up sending one to trina there you go uh but yeah no that's 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 real cool man um what else have uh what else have you had going on like outside of music that's it, man. I just be working and doing music. Y'all niggas
1: know that. I fucking... There's like this fucking Charles Hamilton quote, you know, because Charles Hamilton used to call himself Sonic the Hedgehog because Sonic is sound and hedgehogs bury themselves in the sound. So he's Sonic the Hedgehog because he buries himself in the sound. Like, that's kind of how I am. I really don't be doing shit else. Niggas be wanting to go out. What's our favorite nigger word network? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Niggas be wanting to go what? out and network. I don't give a fuck about networking. Link. Lincoln, that's another one. <laughs> uh, collab is another one. We can go all day with those. But I don't be doing none of that shit. I do all this shit myself. I feel I mean, you. I John, feel you. But.
0: Well, shoot, man. Let's uh let's go ahead and and delve into the the history of uh, Maurice Anthony. Um, first off, I mean let's let's go way way back. Okay, you. Uh tell the tell the people where you are from.
1: Uh I was born in San Diego, California and then when I was three my parents divorced and we all moved to Detroit, Michigan. And then when my mother died when I was twelve, we we moved to Kansas. Okay. And I've been in Wichita for what? What's that? Twelve years? Okay. Can I count? Yeah, yeah sure. twelve years.
0: Okay. Now, um as far as as far as family goes, uh was there like a specific reason they moved here or well
1: moved? my dad's my dad's side has always been here okay uh, my dad grew up here uh his parents grew up here um so all like my dad's side of the family is all here my mother's side is actually like in detroit and beyond some in california okay um so yeah when i got here it was just all my dad's side and then my dad was married and so he had children with that woman and so that's where we lived me and my sister okay we lived with them
0: cool 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 um where, uh, where exactly did uh, did the music and the hip hop actually come into play? I actually don't know.
1: I only only thing I know is that like one morning, cause like that, my mother had just gotten Dish. I think it was Dish. She must have just got Dish, and I would watch all like before I had to go to school. I would watch like MTV James in the morning and shit. Okay. And uh, one morning, uh, Usher and Alicia Keys, My Boo came on, and you know in the video before the actual song starts, it's a, a cut of a bad girl.
2: Yeah. Like,
1: mm-hmm. and so I thought, I was like, I'm a rap on that. But I'm 10. So like, I wrote my first rap to uh, Usher because there's a part in the song where he says, pimpin' ain't easy. Yeah. So the song was called Pimpin' Ain't Easy. And so I, and I was writing it around that line. So at 10, I had like kind of grasped the concept of sampling. Okay. Which is why I like sampling so much now. Okay. And then like, I had it, but I was like, niggas can't ever find this. So I tucked it. And then I forgot that my grandma be digging through my papers and shit. So she found <laughs> it. And then when she found it, of course, she shows it to my mother. And then my, I have to hear the I'm a strong black woman speech because the song is called Pimpin' Ain't Easy. Right. But I'm like 10. I don't even know what pimping is. I just thought it sounded cool. Like, yeah. And so then after that, I kept writing raps. And then uh, when I moved with my dad, because I was bad. So like my dad like moved me here for the sixth grade. And I had mad notebooks with raps in them. And he would take him and it was to the point to where i felt like the nigga didn't want me to have a notebook at all because yeah. if he if i had a notebook i was just gonna write raps in because i didn't do homework like mm. i don't even know how i passed the sixth grade <laughs> um but uh he, he made it to where like at one point i couldn't listen to rap in the house okay so i had to listen to like dave hollister and casey and jojo and shit and like fucking i don't even know like i don't know i i just decided i was gonna rap i don't know it became serious when i was 13
0: Okay.
1: Uh, Back when, because I don't know, for some reason I thought rapping was like like a niche. Well, I don't think niche is the right word. I th- like a, like a, a taboo thing. Like I thought niggas was going to like fuck you up if they found out you was a rapper or something. So I told hmm. nobody. And then I told like one of my friends that I was a rapper. And I found out that he was trying to rap too. And then he's the person, uh, his name is Josh. He's the one that uh, brought me to my first uh, studio. Okay. Um I uh, recorded with uh Smooth Boss and Bruce Almighty. I don't know if the nigga still goes by Bruce or Bruno. I don't be following that nigga's name changes, but um when they record we were record in their basement and then uh and they had like they didn't have like the fancy fancy shit, but like they had like the fancy shit. Like they had a mixer and like a mic and like nice speakers and they had like the The stereo speakers Like that was hooked up Into the base Of the stereo shit So And then we would record there And then uh, They would just mix it up And then give it to us And I guess cause they was kids They didn't think nothing to it Plus we was recording Over other niggas beats We thought that's just What niggas did And then they popped And then niggas gave us beats We didn't know how Any of this shit worked We was like fucking 13 And uh Eventually I did a mixtape Which you niggas Will never hear And uh I I think I might have given it out to like one person, maybe. But I mean like we sat in like I'm I'm just now remembering all this shit. Like we sat in a nigga basement and he had a computer and he could light scrub. Remember light scrub yeah. on CDs? Like he could light scrub and so like my face would like and I was a ugh, I was a nigger back then. Like I had like <laughs> the do rag with the hat on. Right. Like just that was the mixtape cover. Okay. I don't even remember what the name of the shit was. Like and it just had the track list on it, and it just had clear cases. And so I had, like, 15 of them hoes, and so I thought I was going. But I didn't know if I should sell them or not. Like, I felt bad selling them. Like, even to this day, I feel bad selling my music. Yes. I just feel weird. So I don't. Like, I just be giving my shit out. But uh, I don't even know if I gave them to anybody. I don't even know if they disappeared or what. I know they didn't sell them because I was trashed. There was no reason why to ever sell my music, ever. <laughs> and then... uh After that, I didn't record them for a while because they stopped answering my text messages. I mean, because I'm that nigga that I record every day if you give me an option to. Right. And um, so they stopped fucking with me or whatever. And I think Smooth moved on to Texas or something. And I came over there to fuck with Smooth. So me and Bruce wasn't really cool. Like, we was cool, but we wasn't close like that to where that nigga could just record me while while Smooth wasn't there. So I didn't want to hit him up. So I said, fuck it. And then three years later, whoa, that same year, uh I met you. Okay. Um at Hope Street. No, I met Marquis.
0: At Marquis. And Hope then Street. I met
1: Marquis at Hope Street and then uh they said something about a show. Then I found out about you and Paul and uh, everybody and uh, Scott and uh Rudy. And y'all were performing at Riverfest. Right. And so like we wrote some shit, like we wrote like my first like official like i wish Marquis could find that beat because that beat was fire i mean it's probably not fire now yeah. but it was fired in and so <laughs> we like he made the beat and then i got to rap on it but i didn't record it that was the other trash shit. Okay. So, And then we were we performed it at riverfest and okay. okay that was my first performances with y'all because then y'all basically what happened was i performed and then i got off stage and then y'all just went out there and made me look like because y'all were just so amazing <laughs> And then... Mind like,
0: you, this years ago yeah. when we first started, too, so... See, I didn't
1: know y'all had just started, I thought y'all... Because it looked like y'all had been together for years, so I was like, yo, that's gonna be me and shit, right? Yeah, so, like, um, after that, sorry. I didn't record for three years, and somehow I got back in touch with Marquis, and then, um, I recorded two tapes at his crib, which again, you niggas never right? hear, <laughs> and then, uh I pushed them in high school, and then that's how niggas in high school found out I rapped. So, I mean, it was kind of cool, because, like, niggas didn't tell me it was trash, at least to my face. Right. So, to anybody who's listening to this, and y'all had them tapes from high school, if y'all feel like those were trash, it's okay to tell me now. Because I actually <laughs> desperately need to know.
0: And then, um... Well, hang on, hang on. Just to, just to backtrack a little bit for the listeners. Um... You met Marquis at Hope Street. I think Marquis was, he was organizing at that time, right? I have no idea. I, I was so okay. young.
1: I don't know what the fuck he was doing there. I just okay. heard he rap and that's all I gave a fuck about. It.
0: Gotcha. I mean, gotcha. And
1: that, okay. I want to send like a, and a public apology to everybody who worked at Hope Street and knows who I am. Because I was not there for y'all. Like, y'all <laughs> niggas was out protesting and activism and you guys were amazing at that. I did not give a fuck about any of that. There was a girl there that I liked, and I wanted to fuck with Marquis and do music, and that was the only two reasons I even came there. Especially, and y'all niggas was just around the corner from my crib, so I would just walk there just to say what's up and see if niggas was rapping that day. Hmm. So, like,
0: yeah,
1: okay, I'm sorry. Yo. Okay,
0: well, yeah, um, yeah. Of course, you know, you said something about uh, about Marquis rapping. Well, then. Um, You met me, Paul, Scott, Rudy, all of us, uh, and for the listeners at that time, we were called Feels Good. We actually, me and Marquis actually talk about the history of Feels Good on his one-on-one, which we'll probably be uh, reposting links for that um, on the uh, Uncut Podcast Facebook page, and uh, we actually still got video of that, so... Might actually be posting that on YouTube and on the Facebook page as well, um, just to kind of just to kind of give you a little backstory. Um, and actually, in that story, in that uh, that interview with Marquis, he tells um, he tells a little bit about how he met Maurice. So this is kind of like a, a part two to Maurice's or to to Marquis' story, and then uh, you know it, it's, it's all kind of coming full circle. You, you guys kind of see how 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 everything just kind of comes full circle with both him and Maurice. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um as far as as far as feels good goes, man, um we I think that was around the time that we were we were all working at Easy Living, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um I remember Marquis telling me a little bit about yeah uh about working with you um and there were a few times that because i think he was working there at easy living with adam harkey shout out to adam um i think he was working there and he i remember him telling me about you and um i remember showing up and you and him were recording and whatnot Mm -hmm. he was like he was like hey hey hey, you know throwing a shush symbol at me um tell us tell us a little bit about that how was that how was that that time for you you know just kind of getting in there and actually record doing something you wanted to do Mm -hmm. how was that for you
1: well being very ignorant to how music works when i'm 13 i thought that whatever i was around other rappers and we were in somebody's studio whether it be a legit studio or not i thought i had made it so i thought all i had to do was just show up every day and rap and eventually i was gonna make a million dollars so i was I was ecstatic, especially since like I had like I hadn't heard myself on wax in so long because there was a long a large gap between when I was recording with Smoothin them to recording with y'all, and I really liked hearing myself because then I could f- you know fix whatever was wrong and I would always write so I would have a bunch of songs backed up in the back of my mind and shit mm-hmm. and like uh I don't know we recorded that record I think it now that I think about it, I actually think we did record it. Yeah, we did record it, and Marquee lost it or mm. something. I don't know what happened to it, but I always wanted to redo it. Let's go. I don't remember the name of that shit. I don't, remember. I don't remember the beat no more. I think, oh, y'all had put it up on MySpace. That's oh, what it was. Okay. Y'all put it okay. up on MySpace, but it was the live version. It was okay. when we had performed at Riverfest, and so the live version was up on MySpace. So I was telling niggas to go to MySpace and play it, but niggas didn't give a fuck, so that didn't happen, and then I never got the file for myself so i don't know i lost that song but my first like original song that wasn't on nobody else's beat is uh somewhere in the wind and if i ever find it i'm gonna tuck it because you niggas will never hear it
0: (laughs) nice nice so you totally went through like yeah all of my questions right there in the in in the very beginning so uh we're gonna kind of freestyle no it's no it's it's no problem at all we're gonna kind of freestyle just a little bit um at 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 that point when you were when you were uh, working with at Easy Living with Marquee, did you have did you have any notion of, or I guess maybe have a feeling like, okay, this is the beginning of the paying my dues or anything like that? I kind of did, um, but that's the thing. Um, there was a
1: point in my life where I woke up, and when I say woke up, I mean like I realized what rap was about. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that why I gave so much a fuck about rap I just knew that I wanted to do it Mm -hmm. like some somewhere in like the eighth grade is when everything I think it was like around the time when Nas's hip-hop is dead came out okay Like that's when I started realizing that my purpose was to actually rap not to just make cute songs and shit so gotcha but back then I mean niggas was just having fun you know I wanted to have a fucking iPod full of all my songs yeah and uh So we just recorded a few songs, I mean, but it was just one of those things where, like, niggas be moving too slow. Like, even, like, when we do, like, the stuff with John Gearing, which I'm sure we'll touch on later, the Mm -hmm. Faze stuff and stuff like that. Like, that process takes too long for me. Like, because I don't have the fancy equipment that everybody else has. Right. But at least my song will get done that day. It'll get mixed. It'll get completely done. I could put it up on SoundCloud that day if I want to, and that's kind of how I like to work, which is, like... So when I would record with Marquis I would always like Hit him up Like yo Is the song done Is the song done I'm like nigga Like no And I didn't It didn't register in my mind That I am not the only nigga Recording you Like Or I'm not the only nigga Recording with you Marquis had y'all shit His own shit I'm sure Paul's Cause Paul was working on uh, was it expression around that time
0: no i was a uh, short story
1: was it okay yeah. and uh he was working on an album i know rudy was working on something yeah Rudy's so i'm mean, always he, working on i mean and marquis was the engineer yeah. so i mean he was the nigga that mixed everybody's shit so he had a lot on his plate and, right you know maybe it was because i didn't have you know um steak in y'all like i wasn't around long enough and because i was so young niggas was apprehensive you know, maybe they thought it would be a fad. Like maybe I was rapping now, but I wouldn't be rapping in you know ten years. So yeah. they didn't, y'all didn't really put too much faith into. But y'all just knew I could rap. So it was just, at least it's kind of how I felt.
0: I I don't think that's what it was, but we did have because we had you and we had like three or four other people. Let's go. Right, cause I uh, that we Jordan was, was there. yeah.
1: I remember uh, what's her fucking name? Regina.
0: Regina. Yeah. Regina was there. Shout out to Regina. She she doing big things right yeah. now.
1: She is. Um, I just saw Jordan the other day. She just got married. Shout out to her. Yeah. Um, got
0: a baby on the way mm-hmm.
1: too. Um, but that's what I'm saying. Like, but that's the thing. Like, I always like to say that rapping really isn't like,
0: uh, uh, is
1: isn't a, a talent. Yeah. It's more of a skill. Yeah. So. I mean, Jordan could sing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Regina could sing, you know right. what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just a nigga who rap. So <laughs> unless I'm, just, if, unless I'm profound, like I didn't start saying like amazing shit till I was like 18, you know what I'm saying? So it was kind of like the importance level of maybe they were just a little bit more. Plus, they had been around a little bit longer. I'm assuming, yeah. you know, yeah. they, 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 they were I, for I'm a assuming night. that because they had come together to do that Riverfest show, right? Yeah. yeah. So I mean.
0: Well, then too, you know, uh, Walter Gurton was also mm-hmm. working with Adam and whatnot. Um, I, I think Adam was doing a bit of the engineering as well. But if, in either case, uh, Walter Gurton going on. We was all doing. Me and Marquis was doing the poetry thing uh, with that. Um, beyond Heart of Art, uh, what what happened? What happened after that?
1: You no, know, it was about 13, 14, um, I went so that's eighth grade so ninth grade sophomore year is when i linked back up with Marquis. okay so i didn't record for two years like okay. i went long gaps Absolutely. and i'm itching at this point i got like four b- books in my bag of raps in them
0: nice and i know you was doing it like that no i, w-
1: I w- i'm a writer bro like yeah. and that's why like a lot yeah. of my shit is very complex now because i write so much yeah um that's why niggas branch off and do like short stories and poems and shit because sometimes rapping just isn't enough. Sometimes some of that shit just doesn't go on a beat. Um, but Which
0: you should probably try to publish some of those too. You so. oh,
1: I'm working on it.
0: That would be dope, Shameless man. Shameless plug. Uh,
1: <laughs> but I somehow got back in touch with Marquis. I think it was uh, just through Facebook or something. And I came over and then we started recording. And then I did two tapes at one time. So that's like. 34 songs And it was like In the span of like Two months or something I don't know that, Cigar, probably tell you.
0: that That totally explains Your work ethic now Yeah Cause I mean, like
1: That's the thing I just come over with, Cause I had a jump drive So I would just come over with Like five beats Yeah I'm about to just run them Like yeah. And uh Mark could probably tell you, Cause that's when y'all Was in that big ass house Remember that over on yeah, yeah, Seneca? Yeah, yeah. Was it on Seneca? The big ass house. Yeah. Where everybody was living in.
0: Everybody was everybody but me. I wasn't living well, yeah, there. But I was there. always over there. You was there, always so. over there,
1: right. And, like, it was like, I thought, like, I was going to live there, too. Because I thought y'all were living there. Because y'all were doing music. I didn't think it was just like a, like, oh, we just all need a place to stay. So, fuck it. Let's just all live here. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I was always over there recording. And then we got those two tapes done. And you niggas will never hear those. <laughs> and then, uh... <laughs> We, we put those out, but I just kind of, and this was before, like, I put them on Datpiff, Piff, but they got taken down because I was rapping over other niggas' beats again. Um, and so then, uh, well, I passed out a lot of physical copies around the school, and this time I didn't have, like, the, the the laser shit. I just had, like, my computer, so I was just burning them myself. So I had, like, a bunch of CD cases that I had, and I would just put them in, and I would just push them at school, and then a couple people, I remember one nigga pulled up playing it out of his car. It was kind of surreal. And, um, I don't know. I, uh, we put those out and then I didn't record again until I was 18. Okay. So I went to college. I graduated from high school, went to college for a semester. I dropped out. I took the money that I had gotten from, like, uh, my financial aid and I bought a mic and I bought a, a vocal guard and an uh, icicle and I'd just been recording on my own ever since. Nice. So from 18 to now. Twenty-four. So, just imagine. I mean, if he was doing three, four songs a day, starting out. I mean, I have a really large back catalog. Some of the shit that will never hit the internet. But
0: you know. Okay. Around that time. uh Around that time, you had met Shock, yeah. right?
1: Well, I went to high school with Shock. Oh, okay. So you I went to high him, school with Shock. I met him. I knew him. Like I met him. I mean, the girl I was dating at the time, I guess, knew him too. They lived close to each other, and so I knew him. And okay. I mean, we didn't start speaking until senior year because we had a class together. Okay. Um, so then I started kicking it with him, and then uh, after because I, he dropped out of college a little after I did. I dropped out after a semester. I think he did a full year. Okay. And so, but he started coming over and uh, recording. When, when that's when I started fucking with Prima Facia Okay. And he would come over to Prima's apartment, and we would all sit around and talk about how we were going to record yeah but would never record this before i bought a mic right so yeah. uh talk about how we were going to record talk about how we were going to do shows talk about how we were going to tour but niggas never set it up and because him and i were so young and we didn't know shit about shit at all right. you know it was easy to kind of manipulate our minds to think whatever we wanted to think so right. it was right. like he he made us feel like he was this big label and you know this uh this major thing in the city when really nobody knew who the fuck he was. It was just some nigga that went around and tried to fight niggas to get, you know, attention. And, gotcha. Um, I mean, that was pretty much so. We dealt with him, because then after that, I bought my own mic, like, after dealing with that nigga for so long, and me not getting no songs recorded, like, none. And to all the to all the upcoming rappers who maybe don't record often, if you're going to be a rapper, recording is essential because you know what sounds good and you know it sounds bad, so you can never do it. So for me, all the old records that I did back in 2014, no, 2012, that was just me flushing my system out, out of all the bad shit I had written because all my shit was bad because I had never heard them over a beat before. So yeah. I didn't know that they sounded bad. But it was just me flushing all the whack shit out of my system. All the good shit didn't start coming until like late 20. 20- well, yeah, about mid-2012 is when all the good shit started coming. Okay. Because then I was recording myself, so I knew, okay, that's terrible. I'm not putting that out. Okay, that's cool. I mean, even then, like, I have, like, a few mixtapes out with some really bad songs on them. Hmm. Like, I listen, like, I have a mixtape called Forever, Don't Trip, You Will Never Find It. Um, And I played it, like, I was on a flight back home. Like, I went to Detroit and I was coming back here. And I played it, and I, I can't listen to it. It's so bad. It's so bad. And it's like, at the time, I thought that was the most amazing shit. Yeah. And, like, it's so bad. Like, I can't even play that tape anymore. It was so bad, I damn near took it off my phone.
0: Like, it was so bad. But, yeah. man, I'm glad I don't do that anymore. Okay. Uh, now, around the time that you had met Shock, um, did you and him start yeah. Doing music before Primer, or did you start doing music after Primer?
1: He had always talked to me about wanting to be a rapper. Okay. Uh, I guess he was a poet. Uh, he would do... He used to write for the school newspaper, and he would write poetry a lot, but he had never rapped before. Okay. But he was trying to do that, and I guess, like, he had homies, uh, one of his homies, Demo Smooth, uh... Uh, all those guys, he knew them and he would try to go and record with them, but they weren't as serious as they are now. Mm. So he would go over there, like on some shit, like, yo, I'm trying to yeah. rap. And niggas would be like, ah hi, joking around, wouldn't ever record shit. Yeah. So I was the only nigga that was about my shit, especially uh, he started coming around before I even bought my mic. So we would, but I was on my shit. I was always rapping. So yeah. he kind of knew that I was the real deal. So when I got my mic, it was just him and me recording all the time. And I had uh you remember my bedroom in my dad's house yeah like, that big ass bed so there wasn't that much walking room and i had yeah. the, the mic in the closet yeah and so like i had a big ass fan but i had to cut it off like a uh, fucking hustle and flow yeah like, i had to cut the fans <laughs> and then i had to go in the, uh, the closet and shut the door and record and then because so, so i wouldn't have no uh sound uh creeping in behind the vocals yeah. and i would come out and then i see if the take was okay. And then if it wasn't, I would have to go back in there and re-record it. Man. But, like, we would knock out songs in, like, 10-minute increments. We was just wow. always, Yeah, we was always knocking shit out. Like, I got so much backlog shit. It's crazy.
0: Man, that's wild. I remember them days, though, man. Yeah, remember them was the good old days. Them
1: was the trash days, but them was the good old days. Man. When niggas didn't have shit to do. Like, because I didn't have a job. He didn't have a job. He was broke. I was just, I was just living with my dad. I didn't have shit to do. But... Lay around, eat pizza, watch House and rap. I have <laughs> shit to do at all, so it was kind of cool. But now niggas got lives and shit, so man. we gotta like tackle the art as best we can when we have free time. Right,
0: man. Yeah. So many memories from from back then, man. Like it's it's, it's crazy. Um, I think I was I think I was jobless at that point too. I was wondering. Uh, I didn't want
1: to say it and then kill your shit if you weren't. Nah, your
0: nah. I mean, it was. It, it's, it's when not have jobs, dude. I don't know. I think it was one of those things where I was—I I had gotten fired from the theater or something. Or no, no, that was before. That, that was, was before, before you the, got theater. Fired from the theater. Um, wow. Okay, that must have been in between. Had to be in between the this pawn is two thousand.
1: This is two thousand eleven. I'm talking. so...
0: Oh yeah, yeah. So that was way before the the, the theater. That was. Uh, the pawn shop era mm-hmm, you I, had, I had left the pawn shop yeah so. you were
1: at the theater around 20, end of 2012 yeah 2013 yeah, yeah cause uh, um, after uh, after we did that after I got kicked out of my dad's house in 2013 uh, we moved over to um, Webb and we lived in that apartment over there right and then, then you was always over there because you would have take had to take a prank from your aunt over at your parent grandparents' <laughs> yeah, house. Yeah. And so you would come over and then we would always record and shit. And then that's when we started getting the mass meetings together. That's when we started getting dead. Right. And, and shock started coming over more. And then uh we had Morgan and then we had you, we had Quez.
0: Right. And then uh,
1: who else? Oh we had
0: Jojo. Jojo,
1: yeah. Uh I'm I miss somebody. I miss Dr. somebody. Drica. Dr. 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 Yes. Oh shit. I'm sorry, Drika. Dr. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Drinker Yeah, shout out to Drinker. <laughs> Uh She just bought the album Thank you I appreciate that uh, But uh, And we were all coming together and write songs and shit And we were good We did a tape, didn't we? We yeah, did do a tape we Holy a shit tape. We got a mixtape out it's fire
0: <laughs> I still got it It's still good dude. Yeah, man those, those were good times Those were yeah, really good times That that's when it was
1: all music we was like It was like our first peak Like it was like the first time We thought shit was gonna start Was gonna pop And then like Real life set in And niggas it was like, alright, we gotta get jobs, be yeah. just tired of being broke. <laughs> then, but I mean we still we still made it back to each other. Niggas just had to get lives for a little
0: bit. Right. Most definitely. So um as far as as far as uh the mixtapes go with you, um I guess it would be around that that time that we were doing the full the full group. Uh, we put out the the group mixtape, right? Mm-hmm, right. But you were still doing, you were still putting out your own mixtapes mm-hmm, too, right? Because I
1: had Pope coming up after that. Okay. I had just put out songs about girls too, and then the Rise Above tape came after that, and then Pope came after that.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm tell the listeners right now, I fuck with the song, the songs about girls series. Mm-hmm. Both of that, both of those was my shit. Well, I'm debating doing another one. You should. You should. You really should. Um, of course, holla at your boy. Get a little feature yes. on there. <laughs> well,
1: you
0: know that, nigga. But, uh, yeah, no. Nah, like, I, I really I really did fuck with those, man. Um, I think I actually still got one on my phone. It should be the first one.
1: Because remember, I gave you the first one. Yeah, you, you need to give me the second one. I, the second one I gave you,
0: too. You might have both. They might be floating around on, um, I think, a flash drive or something. One of them's on my phone, I know for sure. But... Yeah no I I really do fuck with those, yeah. um I got I think I got pulp on my phone as well, oh, um but yeah no like you were you were hardcore putting out your own projects man and that I I gotta I gotta admit that's one thing that I do I do respect about you is your your work ethic yeah. like like man you've been going hard since the the easy living days mm-hmm. so
1: because I can't afford to stop yeah I, I don't have. I don't have anything else. I say that shit all the time too. I'm not good at anything else. I'm really not. Like you know how there's musicians in town that like they they do in landscape houses or you know they can fucking yeah. they, they lay concrete or they own a business right outside of music and then they do music as a hobby. Like yeah. I don't have that luxury. I'm literally not good at anything else but rapping. I'm yeah. and I'm and I'm technically like. Shout out to my nigga, Bloody Hands. Bloody told me some shit, some wild shit. I don't even know if I told you this. I was kicking in with Bloody like a few months ago. And this nigga was talking about coming up. He has a new tape he's working on. Which, by okay. the way, Bloody is always working on the tape. So whenever this shit come out, I'm the first nigga that's getting it. <laughs> um, but he was like, you know why this tape is so significant? And I was like, why is that? And he was like, because I done mastered rhyming. That's a cold thing to say. (laughs) This nigga said he had mastered rhyming. Nice. Like, not music. This nigga had mastered rhyming words. That's the type of shit that I want to be. Like, I don't feel like I've mastered rhyming. I feel like my vocabulary is still expanding. Because I'm still young. So I'm still learning new things. Right. Um, And I'm trying to work out so that I can expand my art and just talk about more shit than, like, being broke and having girl problems. You (laughs) know what I'm saying? So, like... This nigga has, like, mastered the art of rhyming words. Like, Eminem said that he takes words, and he thinks of words as a puzzle, and so he just rearranges them to fit with each other. Yeah. That's the type of shit I want to do. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's just fun working on something that you love doing.
0: Right. I agree.
1: You know, when you love rapping, when you love writing, when you love anything that you do concerning a a specific craft— It should always be fun to you to expand on it and make yourself better at it.
0: Most definitely, to the point
1: to where you're a pro. Like other niggas look at me as a pro, and that says enough for me. But I always feel like I could do better, so I'm just trying to do better.
0: Most definitely, most definitely. Um, Again, that's like I said, that's that's a thing. That's another thing that I I respect about what you got going on, man. You always have a a certain mentality going in, and it kind of loops it all back around into your drive. So, like, that's that's dope to me. Um, and shout out to Bloody Hands. Like, man, he... My nigga, man. Yo. I haven't talked to him in a while. I should probably text him, see what
1: he's doing.
0: It's been a good minute since i seen him. I think the last time I saw him was uh, the Keith Murray show. That was, like, two uh, years ago. Was it? That was a while ago. That was, like, two years oh, ago. Oh,
1: shit. I'm getting old, nigga. That shit <laughs> feel like it was last month.
0: <laughs>
1: nah. nah. Yeah he bloody so. Bloody's good man He just slimmed down He just turned 40 Still rapping his ass off. Man
0: he's, he's a beast
1: He's a really good technical That's one of the people like I be telling yeah. niggas Like I look up to Like you know how For some reason yeah. niggas feel like They top Top whatever's Can't consist of Niggas you know Right You know what I'm saying Like you can't put your friends In that category Yeah But like all of y'all niggas Have said some like profound shit That stuck with me i I'm still a kid to y'all. Like I'm yeah. still very young, so. And I used to listen to Bloody's tapes all the time, like back when like the Flat Lambert, Flatland Brigade shit came out. He has a version of Dance by Cassidy that's like way more fire, cause Cassidy's version is trash, hmm. and Bloody's version is just, like so fire. So I played that shit all the time. Like Bloody's I, amazing.
0: I gotta admit, man. I have never heard any of his projects. Here's why. Prima used to talk about him all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. And then, of course, I met him. Mm-hmm. Well, then, of course, you know, we, we kicking it at, at Prima's. We all writing songs and whatnot when we finally started writing songs. Right. Um, and then, you know, they go outside and smoke. We go outside, and them niggas is just trading rhymes back and forth, you know. So I would always hear him that way. Right. And I'm like, yo, this nigga's he kicking some fire. Yeah. Like, like, yo. So the little, the few little things that I would hear from him that way, um, it it would just blow my mind. So like, yeah. at a certain point, you know, well, I put it like this: it's like you said, uh, you're always trying to make yourself better. I'm I'm one who who kind of, who kind of lives by that as well. So whenever I soak up anything, I'm trying to add it to the arsenal, arsenal and whatnot. So he, I. I peeped one of his little rhyme patterns and was like, yo, let me let me go ahead and try that real quick. It, at least me trying what I heard. So uh yeah, no, like just, just seeing him just seeing him you know, just kick something right there on the spot was, was really dope for me. So
1: Yeah, Bloody's one of niggas I consider to not be human. Yeah. Like, when he's rapping, he's not human. Yeah. Because it's like you never hear the same thing twice. Right. He really he really takes, you know, even at four, and that's the crazy shit. Like, I feel like Bloody may or may not have made a lot of money off rap, and that don't matter to him. Because mm-hmm. he's still a great rhymer. Yeah. And so, he still takes pride in being able to, to fuck niggas up rapping.
0: Right. So I,
1: <laughs> I, And that's how I kind of, I want to be. You know what I'm saying? I kind of want to even be at 40. Like, these niggas, like, you got Jay and, and, and Joe and Royce and all these guys who are up up in age, but they can still really rap to you. Know? Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got niggas that get older and they say, fuck it, and they go do movies or something like that. These niggas still rap, you know? Yeah. It's inspiring. I kind of want to be that yeah.
0: way. Word up. You and me both, bro. You and me both. Um, So, kind of getting back on track uh, with, with the history of everything. um. We, I think we left off around um, the time where we're all meeting together mm-hmm. and and trying to write music as uh, level heads. Right. Um Take us, take us from there. Like, what's what what's been going on with you? I, I guess what was going on with you at that point, up until I guess now.
1: Uh, well, that's around pulp days. Um, no, it's not. Yeah.
0: Because that was just, this was just like a few years back, right?
1: Um, Pulp was 20, I'm trying to get my dates right. Pulp was 2013, and then we had Cooler, and then we had Breaking Out. So around Mm -hmm. Breaking Out. No, it was Cookies Cooler. You're right. You're right. Yeah, 2013. Mm -hmm. Cookies Cooler. Mm -hmm. Ah, you're right. So after Pulp was Supreme. So around that time, that was like kind of. Where things started to evolve with Level Heads and devolve with everything else. Like, my solo career kind of went to shit. Nobody bought the album. Nobody cared. Uh, But Level Heads got together. I dropped. Oh, that's what happened. I put Pulp on Bandcamp, and then John Gearing found me on Bandcamp. And he asked me to do some rap shit, which then turned into uh, Phase. Okay. uh, The group with me and him. And we've released one EP. We still have another one that I have not put out yet. Um and then the other thing Matt Clagg found me and then he asked us if he wanted to do ICT Fest and so it was me Dez you Benji Shock, Drika and don't think JoJo did it and we did ICT Fest that year it was like in the middle of a parking lot it was like the coolest most weirdest shit ever yeah <laughs>
0: shout out to Matt Clagg man yeah,
1: Matt Clagg is a very nice guy I just saw Matt like two nights ago uh and then through Matt, because I saw that they were putting out, uh, like, a, like a uh, project that was a compilation of all the songs from all the bands that were performing at ICT Fest. And mm. it was through a label called This Ain't Heaven Recording Concern. And so then...
0: That's I how had, you met Right, Dan. Dan. So
1: then I hit Dan up because I was working on summer training. Right. And I think summer training had just finished. Right. So, like... Uh, I hit him and I say, he said, yo, you can come over tomorrow, right? So then I come to the nigga house and just the nicest fucking dude ever. I got to ask Dan one day, why are you so nice? <laughs> I have to ask him that. But, uh... Yeah. I walked in his living room and he was like, yeah, so you said you wanted to put out this EP? I said, yeah, I got an EP called Summer training And then I looked at my phone and I said, I need it out tomorrow. Yeah. He was like, oh, well, I got a couple releases before you so it's going to have to wait a little bit. But, um... And it was weird because, like, I had dropped it anyway. Like, I dropped it on Mediafire, and I said, fuck it, because whenever he drops it, then I'll just take it off. Yeah. And I think in a day it had, like, 30 downloads, which had never happened. Hmm. Ever. I had never had that many downloads. I had mean, got like, one or two a day. Yeah. But, like, one day I had 30 downloads, and I was really confused. Hmm. And so, like, ever since then, all of my projects have been released through him. So we've done Summer Training, uh, Girls. We re-released Polk. We did Yellow. We did nimbus one and two right and then um this new one leave me the fuck alone it's gonna be through this ain't heaven and then uh it gets distributed all around the world i mean i've had really weird run-ins with people who said they've heard it i don't know if i told y'all this but one girl like DM'd me on instagram i guess one of my tapes was just laying in a parking lot really so she picked it up and dm'd me she was like hey can i keep this Wow you, Like, Why would I tell you no like, Yeah you can have it I don't want it It was girls Like it was like Oh Like it was like This was like earlier this year Wow Like I was like What the fuck Yeah you can have it I don't care She was like Okay oh my god I love level heads all right, right. Just Word like, up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of weird. Like, me and Shock was walking the mall one time. and This dude hit the corner. He was like, level heads. Y'all are fucking dope. And walked away. Wow.
0: That <laughs> yeah, <it> was weird. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Wow. It was really
1: weird. I don't know. We get stopped all the time. and Especially when we're out. Like, you know, because we don't be in the mix. Like, well, Shock, do, I don't but i don't be in a mix like that so when i'm out it's kind of weird because like, yeah. i'm that nigga kind of but like not really kind of yeah. <laughs> like niggas like well, i mean you ain't gonna no pop it records but you still fire like right. you know what i'm saying <laughs> so then that's why i still get invited to do all the cool hip-hop shit and then don't get asked to do all the corny rap shit that happens here it's pretty nice
0: shoot man um for the listeners uh Mari's mentioned uh summer training let me ask you real quick, Maris. Okay. Summer Training, is that still up? Is that on your SoundCloud? Uh, no. Not on mine. It's on the This Ain't Heaven one, though. Okay. I have
1: the playlist set up so you can go play everything. Okay. Like, summer Training is still up. I think the last time I checked, it has like 900 plays or some wild shit. Nice. That was like the most played thing out of everything. I, like that's the. As a matter of fact, just to give people an idea of like what nigga I am, I believe my project is number 149. Yeah. That 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 many releases have been released through this thing heaven and this is straight from Dan and apparently Summer Training is the second uh, most streamed song out of the entire label.
0: Man, that's crazy. Which that's is crazy. crazy.
1: And I have I've apparently had like twelve thousand. I mean, you you'll hear the album and Dan says this, but because I have snippets of Dan talking there. But uh, I've had like twelve thousand plays and I've sold hundreds of tapes. Which I mean, it's weird when a nigga tell you that and yeah. you didn't do it yourself. Like right. I didn't push. Hundreds of tapes, but basically what happens was when Dan would sell out, he would make more and it'd sell out again. I sold out of everything. You cannot go to This Ain't Heaven right now and cop any cassette yeah. at all. He has none. Hmm. Like POS came in town the other day and he, the only tape he had to give him was Girls, which I was kind of pissed off about like I was like, "Can't get a nigga summer training or something." Somewhere I'm <laughs> rapping, nigga. I'm talking about Girls for five songs. Like, can cut me. A, you know what I'm saying? <coughs> but
0: uh, but they can go to if the listeners wanted to go, they can go to This Ain't Heaven and and. This ain't heaven.
1: rc.bandcamp.com, or you can go to marisanthony.net because I put all my music up there as well. Okay. So.
0: Cool. Yeah. Y'all go check that out. Summer training has to be one of my favorites. Um, not not just the song, the whole the whole because I whenever I whenever I listen to it, I gotta play it front to back. Yeah. Like I might I might start on one song. But then it'll go to the end, and I'll go back and get the song that I didn't that I didn't play starting out, and then it goes right on through again. So well, you know,
1: it's funny I haven't heard Summer Training in so long. Like, and it, was, it sounds weird because it's mine. But, yeah. Uh, Summer Training was like that was like right before I quit. That was supposed to be my last EP. I was gonna be done rapping. because yeah. I got tired of you know not making any headway. I mean, it does something to a nigga, right? Like niggas who want to rap that have such a push Uh from their friends or their family or you know whatever who can put a record out and get 50,000 plays and it be no big issue you know you guys can't relate to the niggas who decided to rap and say fuck what their parents wanted them to do so for the longest time my dad didn't support me my my people did not support me at all I just had y'all you know what I'm saying so I had to remind people that I went to high school with, I had to remind people who I knew in the city that I'm a rapping ass nigga, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I put uh, I put Pulp out, it did nothing. I think to this day it has about 50 downloads, which sounds decent but that album came out three years ago. So, um, And then we put out Supreme and Supreme was just out of frustration. Like I'm going to get y'all niggas' attention. And then when that did nothing, Mm -hmm. I just said, fuck it. And I was going to be done. I was going to put out... um, If you listen to Diff on Summer Training, that was like the song that uh, I decided I was going to continue rapping. Mm -hmm. Because if you... At the end, like towards the end, I said... uh, um, I said it's the last time, but it ain't the last time. That's what I was referring to. I was referring to this isn't the last song. Because that was going to be the last thing I ever did. But I started fucking with... uh, Kareem, who uh, goes by OG Remo, uh, I hope I didn't fuck your name up, dog. But you changed your name four times. Fuck you. Um, him <laughs> and I started fucking with news, and Shock was started making moves real heavy, and 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 then um I Drew the Monster, shout out yeah. to you, and then Sheed. I hate you, Sheed. I actually really do hate you, Sheed. But the nigga's name is I hate you, Sheed. Um, but all these guys started actually, because they're rappers too, but they're really good ones. Yeah. And then they started giving me kind of support, and it was weird. Like, it all started happening around summer training. It's kind of mm-hmm. it's kind of like the same thing that's happening now. Mm-hmm. Like, because this was my breaking point in life, not not rap. Like, rap was great, but in life I had a breaking point, And I just have niggas coming to support me in my breaking point, and that was kind of how that's it good. was with summer training. So that's yeah. why I hold a special place in my heart. But, you know, I, I don't know how to listen to that because the whole time, rapping those records except for the last two or like the last part of the last of the fourth song and the last one I'm kind of rapping them like they my last joints which yeah. is why I over rapped a lot like because let me flush the shit out of my system and then we're gonna be done with it so but I, I haven't heard Summer Training in so long I still really do love the, the actual Summer Training song because I never rapped like that before yeah. I think that was kind of like a breakthrough of my style changing and shit it was pretty cool
0: man yeah. I I like i told you i i fuck with that heavy um shoot on my birthday i put up that video (laughs) i put up a little video i'm like it was collages of my my own pictures but like i i actually used your song instead of one of mine on there so like that, that was a that was a dope time that was a dope time for me because uh we were all we were all really just just really engrossed in the music like that's that's like, real talk, we lived and we lived and breathed music.
1: Right. I'm trying to get back to that. You know, that's a, that was a really great time. I, she was saying, Morgan is off, yeah. off mic. Uh, let Morgan was saying that at the time that her and I had met, it was a good time for her because she didn't have to do nothing but focus on her craft. You know, she didn't have to worry about paying bills or car payments or anything like that. She right. didn't have to worry about making sure music was good. Yeah. And, you know... Not everybody can afford to quit their jobs and just rap full time. Yeah. Um, and that's what we trying to do. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's hard, right? Cause it's <laughs> it like, is. It really it's is. It's hard when, like, you have such a city, and don't cut none of this shit out. Uh, you have a city that only supports bullshit. Yeah. That only runs with what is dope to them. They don't want to open their mind up. You know, and, and every year I get on Facebook and I see the uh top niggas in the city list. Right. And I, I just laugh. Cause I'm like, first off, none of you niggas can rap better than me. None right. of you niggas. What are we live right now or are you just filming? I'm <laughs> filming. Oh, you just filming? Okay, cause if you was live it shit was gonna go lit. Uh <laughs> but none of you niggas can rap better than me. And I put my I put my fucking I put money on that. Right. I, I rap better than all these niggas. And it just boggles me how I'm not in nobody's list, B. I'm right. like in one. Like I think Eli B named me every time. But other than that, these niggas act like... And then the funny shit about it is is that niggas hear me. Niggas have heard me before.
0: Yeah.
1: Niggas know my raps.
0: Been in your shows, But they just
1: act like I'm I'm not fired.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, how can you listen to something like Summer Training and be like, yo, that nigga can really rap? Yeah. Fuck Summer... How can you listen to students of Summer Training? How can you listen to, if we're going forward, the shit I did with Drew on Yellow, monochrome, like this with you. Yeah. Uh, if we're going forward than that, Annie's the glitch on Nimbus. Yeah. Uh, the Michael Jackson shit on Nimbus two. My big, shit by the, the way. The Big Luther shit on <laughs> Nimbus two. How can you listen to these records? Well, I mean, when Big Luther hit, everybody just figured out I could rap. Yeah. I was really confused. I was like, I've been doing this shit for a long time. You niggas are slipping. Right. Like, and so niggas act like act that they don't know who I am. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's just really funny. So when, you, when you're when you in that position to where niggas don't want to give you your credit, when mm. niggas don't want to give you the love that you deserve, and uh, you have to make something out of that. Yeah, you do. Makes it hard, right? Because yeah. none of us make club records. None of us yeah. cater to the party life right. with our music. So we can't go to clubs and have our music played there. You know, we cater to the thinkers. The niggas who like to listen to music and vibe out. That's what we cater to. And when everybody is trying to get a deal, when everybody is trying to, you know, break out, so to speak, and uh, they don't care to hear that yeah. at all. They don't care to hear niggas rapping if you're not famous. It's weird. And um, it's just one of those things where I'm going to have to change my number when I get popping because niggas going to be trying to hit me.
0: Big <laughs> <Great> love. <laughs> Man, uh, something popped, uh, popped into my head that, Actually, Primer used to say, um, it's like niggas don't make music to get to get popping and then, you know, keep making music to, to even further the culture or their talents. What niggas make music for is to. Keep their homies riding cool, you know. Yeah. Let 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 the shit bang that when they riding. Friends. Right.
1: I I even like dial it down to something even more, uh, you know, essential. Is, is niggas like to hear themselves on songs? Yeah. I, which is fine, cause I used to be that way, which is yeah. why a lot of my older music is trash, because I just really like to hear my voice. Yeah. But niggas have no conviction, and then you have this new era, right? It, it's weird to say that because I I was in the old era and now i'm in the new era and yeah. i feel out of touch yeah because you couldn't just go and have your homie shoot a video and throw it up on youtube when i was in eighth grade you couldn't yeah. do that it, it wasn't like that right. I, I think youtube got around my seventh grade year i think If I'm not mistaken, I know I was at Jardim when... I remember when YouTube happened. I remember when YouTube came out. Yeah. I remember the day. It was all over Yahoo. Yahoo out of all fucking places. But I remember (laughs) Yahoo was like this new thing called YouTube. I remember like the first video that ever dropped on YouTube. Like, it was like a big thing. Like... You couldn't do that before, right? And now niggas can go get their niggas, and they can record in their niggas' basement, and they could, you know, do a real quick mix on it, yeah. and shoot a video to it in their backyard, and put it out, and get fifty thousand views. Like right. they can just do that, right? You know what I'm saying? So now anybody can literally rap. Anybody. Anybody. You don't have to have respect anymore, because your man, if your man got a thousand dollars, y'all can get a studio tonight. Yeah. Y'all can build, uh, turn his bedroom into a studio, and y'all could be rappers now. Yeah. I had to grind for this shit. And that's why I don't fuck with too many niggas, because you niggas don't know what it's like. There's certain niggas who parents buy them everything, who yeah. bought their studios and set it up and started rapping and shit just because they were privileged enough to do so. I didn't have that. My dad didn't want me rapping at all. My dad didn't like me fucking off school to rap. I'm right. from that era. I'm from that era where niggas was throwing my notebooks in the trash. I lost yeah. mad raps that way. Right. So I had to start remembering them because I didn't want him to take my raps. Like, that's all I had. Y'all niggas don't have that problem. Right. You niggas don't have uh, the passion for rap that I do. That's why when I get around niggas and niggas want to talk about rap, they get scared. I'm like What yeah. are you scared for? <laughs> when I'm sitting in a room of niggas who claim they rap. Yeah. Who on Facebook will tell other niggas that they are the best rappers here. Yeah. You know what's funny? And I've said this a million times. When other niggas get on Facebook and they be like, I'm the best rapper in Wichita. An hour later, they'll have 105 comments.
2: Yeah.
1: Of niggas disputing it. I have gone on Facebook hundreds of times and said, I am the best rapper here. I have never been disputed.
2: Hmm.
1: Ain't no (laughs) nigga ever come to me. Even niggas that know they better than me. That's you. That's bloody Y'all niggas don't even come at me and say that shit. Yeah. I got the right to say that shit. I can stand in a room with all you niggas and y'all niggas start rapping. And when I start rapping, I'm going to feel right at home. Yeah. I got a song with bloody hands right now. I, I lit up on that bitch.
0: Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do.
1: But niggas don't want to do that no more. Niggas don't want to hear niggas rapping no more. That's what boggles my mind. I'm going to rap. When all this phase bullshit, like all oh, when all this... Mum. I mean, I don't want to say it cuz it's been over said, but I guess for the sake of saying and all this mumble rap shit when all that shit fades out, yeah. And y'all niggas need substance again because your high is coming down. I'll be all right. Around. Word up. And I got okay. what? I think we're at I think uh not with this ain't heaven but just at total. I think well, leave me the fuck alone. We're at 17 Projects now? Okay. Since 2012? Okay. So I mean, y'all got a lot of catching up to do, right? But I'll be around. Right. I got good <laughs> shit,
0: man. I'm pretty man. sure I went off on the tangent again. Nah, it's cool. That's totally cool. Like, as long as you, as long as you, you talking, bro. That's that's what I love that's to one hear. Of the questions I was ask.
1: Yeah. what you thought about hip hop here. I don't. I don't. I I disconnected from it. it's, it's so funny because it's like. All right, I ain't going to name no names. Look at
0: this nigga getting her phone, man. Hot 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 damn. You got the other one, though, right? Oh, the okay, okay, okay. Because I was like, man, that's us it's, right
1: it's, it's, it's a young... It's, I'm, I'm going to be nice, but I'm going to say what I'm going to say. Okay. It's a young gentleman here who is doing very well in the city. He's making a lot of waves. And Shock tried to get a song with him. Mm-hmm. Now, it was going to happen, but I guess... Um, and this is the song that turned out to be "Low Main," which is out now. Okay. And he was gonna get on the song with this other gentleman, and the gentleman could not keep up with Shock, hmm. cause I guess he heard maybe I don't know I can't say that the gentleman had heard any of Shock's previous work, but he could have heard "Hotel" and maybe thought, okay, this is what the vibe this nigga's gonna give, but on "Low Main," he's actually rapping. Yeah. And I guess maybe he felt like he couldn't keep up. So instead of telling him that, he just said that he just wasn't feeling it or whatever. And then Shock is 24. Shock Mm -hmm. is like two weeks younger than me. Okay. This gentleman's maybe, what, 18, 19? And the nigga told Shock to keep working. What? (laughs) Keep working! (laughs) What the fuck do you mean, keep working? Nigga, I've been working my whole damn life. Man. I I got more footprints in this bitch than you. Yeah. When I saw that shit, I was like, yo, you niggas is funny, man. Right. What the fuck do you mean, keep working? He said, you good, man. Keep working. That's some shit you tell a nigga when it's like, all right, I'll hit you up when you get better. Get. I wish that nigga would have said that shit to me. I really, wish... I really wish a lot of the corny shit niggas say, they would say to me.
0: Yeah. Because
1: they don't. Yeah. And I'm wondering why. Because that's the thing. Like, niggas don't want smoke with me. Niggas do not want to rap with me. Right. They think they do. And I'll be trying to help niggas. I got asked to do a battle the other day. No, granted, I told the gentleman that I was going to be out of the city. Yeah. Because I'll potentially be touring. And that is true. But even if I wasn't touring, I probably would have turned the battle down because I'm like, nigga, you don't want to do that. Hmm. You, you just don't. I'm not even a battler. But you don't want that. Yeah. You don't want to rap with me. Go ahead and rap with somebody else who's more your caliber. Somebody who is a little bit on your level. Right. When you step into the realm of niggas who can rap for 10 minutes... You, you don't know that. You don't know that realm. I come from a different brand of rapper than you. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know. I think that's why I stick out so bad, because I'm just a different brand of rapper than niggas. Yeah. I can get respect from the older head niggas here, because I am a rapper. Yeah. You, you niggas just make really nice songs.
0: That that kind of puts me in the mindset of that uh, that battle that Bloody was in. Um, that battle was trash. That battle was so trash. I, I don't even know the guy's name that he was. He smooth, was. YBM Smooth. Was that YBM Smooth? Okay, he was battling YBM Smooth, and I remember, I vividly remember, Bloody was just going, like, like he...
1: Bloody was whooping his ass, and the crowd did not give a fuck because man. they wanted to hear, like, Big Sean-esque punchlines and shit, not to say that YBM Smooth was giving the crowd that, but, I mean, the crowd was cheering for you, so... Yeah. You know, he had an unfair advantage anyway, because he's YBM Smooth. Oh, well, I mean, that shouldn't matter, though. It shouldn't. It shouldn't have mattered. And I think the crowd was very one-sided. I think the crowd came to see certain people. Yeah. I think the crowd wasn't diverse enough. I think certain niggas sold... I don't know how the event worked out, but certain niggas sold tickets to their friends. So their friends purposely came to... To see them. To not cheer for one nigga and cheer for them to make them look good. And then they had the crowd decide who won and gave the winner a trophy like some corny shit and i'm like all right first off y'all niggas don't watch battle rap enough and if y'all do watch battle rap enough then y'all niggas just wanted somebody to be able to walk around and say that they won yeah because if we're going off of performance and we're going off of rapping bloody smoked you
0: Bloody Two or three times you. over,
1: he used he used a, uh, 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 the, the, the 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 mythical creature scheme, mm-hmm. and he used a, a ninja turtle scheme. He used a mathematical scheme. He yeah. fucked you up, yeah. but because the crowd just didn't get it, right. which I'm like, how it do you way niggas? Over their heads. What are you niggas doing at a battle? What are you doing? Right. If you can't catch bars, ain't that the point? Yeah. Ain't that what we here for? To catch raps, catch bars, right?
2: Well they were trying to sell tickets, it wasn't about
1: the battle. That's what I'm saying. So that's why I'm like, when niggas ask me to battle, I'm like, nah. I don't I don't wanna do your little battle. Because what's gonna happen is you two niggas are gonna rap and nobody's gonna give a fuck.
0: Yeah.
1: I could smoke you. I could have your niggas there and your niggas tell you that I smoked you. Yeah. And they still gonna give it to you. Cause I'm lesser known. Yeah. I don't roll with that. Plus I don't wanna be a battler anyway. Fuck all that. The rap <laughs> battle rap I'd rather watch that shit. Y'all niggas have a blast, y'all niggas rap. But y'all, none of these battle rap niggas that have ever stepped in the ring can fuck with me. Yeah. So I ain't worried about
0: it. <laughs> uh, real quick, Morgan, what uh, what are we sitting at a time?
2: Exactly an
0: hour. Exactly an hour? Just an hour. Okay. Cool beans. Um, I won't keep you too much longer, bro. But good, just as far as following that timeline, um, you were talking about you were talking about being in a kind of a I guess a, a depressive state back, what was that, 2013? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and you also liking that to what was what, what's, what's recently happened. Yeah. Okay. Uh, tell me a little bit about that.
1: Well, we just I just life life fucks with you sometimes. I mean, that's really all I can say. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure you're referring to like that video I put out and where I was talking about it kinda yeah. like I said I don't wanna touch on the actual subject not because it's like super personal or anything like that it's just because if I tell what you know the, the listeners what the subject is niggas are gonna call me a crybaby because it's like oh that happens you know and it's like it's not that it was just that how much more can a nigga take you see what I'm saying like right. after all this time cause I do nothing but work I do nothing but bust my ass for this shit and that's the right. you know it's just like when you see everybody else who doesn't don't work who yeah. don't Bust their ass And they Everything fine for them And then you see it You look at yourself And it's like Well I'm working three times As hard as these people Why can I flourish Like they are It just kind of Fucks with you And so uh, I went through Kind of a little phase And I uh, I had some uh, Some time on my hands And I just decided I I don't know I I I, I, It took me Like a second To realize That I I forgot that I rapped Mm -hmm. And I was like Why don't I just Rap about it So then like Um, I just recorded an album in two weeks Just in my room I just closed the door and I just rapped And then when I wasn't rapping I was just like, you know Writing and watching TV or something And when I had another song done I went in there and I knocked it out And we just did like eight records in like two weeks And then uh, We're just putting it out on the 30th I don't know, I just feel like Because I was talking to Dan the other day He was like the one thing that you don't have to worry about is if your content is good because it is because you just recorded your best album last week. Which I mean, Dan don't have to say that. Yeah. He doesn't have to tell me that. And when niggas tell me that I got the best material out of six other ones that I've given you, you know, it it it, I don't know it says something to me. So again, I I mean, I'm working on myself. I'm getting back to where I was before. Um, but I feel pretty good about the music. I mean, music's always gonna be good. Fuck, we're talking about me here. But I got really good rap shit there. But uh, it's it's if you niggas don't like listening to niggas rap for five minutes and don't get my album, I, I don't. I'm not gonna be butthurt hurt about it. I just know who not to fuck with later on. But I'm seeing that people only care about you when you're in turmoil. You know, when I was good and we had 17 track mixtape out. Yeah. You know, and the videos was out and it was all good. And nobody cared. Yeah. Like everybody was like, all right. And now, nigga, talking about suicide in the video. Oh, now we gotta go buy his album. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying that that's what's happening to everybody, but th- some people, that's what they're doing. Yeah, you're 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 hitting my phone, talking about oh, if you ever want to talk, and I'm like, I texted you two weeks ago and you didn't respond. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like what the fuck? I gotta tell niggas that I almost killed myself for you to hit my phone. You know, it's crazy. It's just shedding a light on people, and I, I just keep it, I just keep it cool because you know I still want to be friends. Right. You know, I just. I don't know. I'm just, I'm keeping my, I'm keeping my enemies, uh, you know, afar, fuck keeping them close because niggas don't have that many friends when they say stupid shit like that.
0: Well, I can definitely relate as far as you feeling like you've paid your dues two and three times over and still not having something to show for. it. Yeah. I, I, I can definitely relate to that. I've, there's been a few times when like I mean, y'all know I've, I've just kind of sunk off into the shadows, and you know, you like what's going on with 2SM? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, I, like I said, I, I can definitely relate. That's when that's happened. That's what's that's what I've I've done. I just kind of laid back and 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 chilled and had to deal with it on you know deal with it on a, on my own. But, um, and it's funny that you said you had to remember that you rap because Morgan and I were, we were talking about uh, we were talking about the situation um, in the car on the way over here and I was like, you know I said the exact same thing I had to remember that this is what the fuck I do, you know and even even though it is amongst other things that I do like I had to remember that I had to remember what hip hop and what what rapping was for me like it saved it, it saved a lot of uh, a lot of crazy situations it say it got me out of a lot of a lot of different things mm-hmm. hell it got me pussy <laughs> it's gotten me all kinds of shit like real talk like it's it's always been there yeah. and it's always been one of those things that has lifted my spirits right through anything yeah that's anything. the only yeah that's
1: crazy it's crazy that so, you know the the art of rapping is what kept a nigga alive.
0: Almost.
1: Yeah. It's, it's strange. When you really think about it, it, it it's strange. But it's amazing because I don't have to worry about shit anymore.
0: Yeah.
1: Because I know I can always turn to that. Yeah. You no, know, when niggas wasn't talking to me and when I didn't have any friends, I always had rap. Yeah. You know, if I kind of stuck to that and I, I've molded myself into a person who I don't have to give a fuck about anything other than what I like yeah. or what I love to do. You know? Yeah. And it's, it's, it's sweet. So... Go. I'm just gonna keep doing it, man. That's all I give a fuck about anyway, so fuck it. I mean, and, and, uh, Dan said some cold shit. He was like, uh, I'm putting out this record, and if niggas miss it, you miss it. He was like, I'm, I'm tired of constantly promoting my shit. You know, I got, I'm to a place now where niggas can pick up what they want to pick up, and yeah. if you miss the wave, then that's your fucking problem. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm putting this record out. I'm gonna put this record out, and then, in like... I don't want to say too long but like one or two months I'm putting another record out and I'm going to put another record out and that's just some shit that if you missed it that's your problem because you're going to be the nigga sitting back five years later when I'm gone somewhere and you're going to be like yo I knew this nigga and I never listened to his shit till now yeah, and now I'm too good to hit you back
0: yeah that's dope man that's dope so I feel like we've covered i feel like we've covered your whole timeline let me ask you this besides continuing on to do music what's in the future for maurice anthony
1: that's it that's all i got right now a lot of rappers
0: want to do movies and i
1: don't know i mean i do i am gonna i was thinking about writing a book i'm probably still gonna do that but it's gonna be like a poetry book or some shit okay uh, I talked about it a little bit and then I kind of just disregarded it because I still wanted to do you know music and that's how Nimbus came about but I, I just want to write and I just want to rap that's all that's on my mind right now I, I can't afford to focus on anything else because this is like really the only thing that's really going good for me okay. and it's the only thing that I really 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 enjoy doing all the time but uh I don't know I mean there might be some poetry things coming out there might be some uh a book or two coming out i don't know we'll figure it out but yeah as far as what's next for me it's just more raps got that's right. all just i got go
0: ahead and plug your yeah your tape just getting ready to come out I
1: to get a good video. Oh. Oh, I thought you were talking about she had a tape or some shit. What the fuck?
0: Oh. I mean, do you got something type about? No. I thought you meant like a cassette,
1: like I don't know. Never mind. Mine went someone else. Uh Maurice Anthony, Leave Me the Fuck Alone. You can pre-order it now at MauriceAnthony.net. I'ma say it again because she just turned on the fucking camera. Uh Marius Anthony, I have a album coming out September thirtieth, twenty seventeen called Leave Me the Fuck Alone. It'll it's up for pre-order right now at MariusAnthony.net. Um, and it's it's five dollars. Just pre-order it. Once you pre-order it, you get two songs, and uh, that's pretty much it. And then we'll have cassettes and merch coming out soon. So.
0: Word up! Word up! And tour, 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 tour. Cool, yeah, cool. I, I I can't wait to, to see what what goes on with the tour, man. Cause it's I think looking that's like
1: dope. I'm gonna be by myself in the van, and I, I'm excited for that. Yeah. That sounds amazing. That's all I wanted to do, niggas. I might not come back, y'all. I might not come back. <laughs>
0: Now, now, is Dan going to be the one taking you out? or
1: It's by myself. Dan is just setting it up. Dan has oh, a, okay. a lot of connects because he used to tour a lot. Okay. So he used to tour POS and all these guys. And so uh, he, he has a lot of connects. And so he knows how to set up a tour. I've never set up a tour before. So me and gotcha. working on it. And, uh, uh, I, I was supposed to be over there like three days ago. But I keep forgetting to go over there. But uh, it's just going to be a couple days. Like maybe six or seven cities in a row, and then I'll come back, and then we'll just do it all over again.
0: Cool. So, Sounds good, man. That's I mean that'll be a, a new experience for you, which hopefully plant seeds for more inspiration and more music. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna
1: fucking run, come back a whole new nigga. It's gonna be great. Cause I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, at that point. I don't need shit from nobody after that. Like yeah. I don't need no validation. Nothing. <laughs> Ain't none of you niggas toured, nigga. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Y'all niggas to talk about how small my tour is and shit, you niggas have never toured. You can't talk about me.
0: Word out. <laughs> Man. I remember I remember getting on the road with with Rudy Love and Rudy Love Junior and it Feels Good doing our little our little thing, uh, going to Choctaw Nation and mm-hmm. playing at the casinos and uh, you know, just running running around to different places. Um like that, that whole thing was was crazy. I think this is as far as the timeline goes. I think this is around. Uh, gosh, it had to be.
1: It was before I started showing up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It might be. Might be a little Let's bit go. before easy, just a little bit before easy living. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we were doing that, and we were we were Rudy Love, Rudy Love Seniors' backup band that feels good, mm-hmm. um, and then you know we had our we i think we had maybe an hour an hour in his show where we did our own thing mm-hmm. you know so like it, it was cool um gosh i mean like real talk i miss those days man
1: oh, man those were the good old days i mean and i don't know i just i want to get to a point to where i don't have to miss those days anymore you right know? i just want to make new ones because I mean, we haven't done that in a while right so hopefully like when i swoop back around and i come back i can pick a few niggas up and we can go do this shit again Cool. It'll just be fine, man. Let's just get the fuck out of here. Let's just go make something of ourselves. So we'll stop talking about him being about it. You
0: know? I can dig that. I can dig that. Shoot, I need to go talk to Dan, man. You do need to talk to Dan. I was, I was supposed to put I... Flight Out through him. Yeah. Which I friend. never brought it up to him because I hadn't gotten with you
1: yet, like, the whole logistics and shit. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm pretty sure he'd love to put it out. I don't see why not. Shoot. I have a cassette, and then... Uh, Raven, if you're listening to this, you don't get a cassette because I heard what you said about that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that, and then, Your dad sat and recorded five songs in two days for your ass. So I'm
2: gonna cut this and send this clip to you so you can send it to. We okay. do it. We gotta do it. Hey, yo, that shit
1: was trash, and your face on the cover. Man. And, man, look, man, look, man. You don't know how hard how I worked mixing it, and how hard he worked recording that shit. Yeah. And for you to just be like, <laughs> whatever, dog. That was Man. a great. That was a great thing you did there. You can do it again.
0: again. Hey, look, and you know what. To this, at this point, I really feel like flight was some of my dopest shit when really I when was. I when I did it, it really was. especially with the time frame that mm-hmm. I man two days. You y'all know I don't write like you that. Don't. I you don't. I don't own
1: one, and that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like that was your that was your moment, and I and I feel like you're probably approaching another moment here soon, where niggas just want to rap and fuck everything else. Yeah, and those are my favorite moments because it's like nothing else matters, you know, and so.
0: Yeah, you need to do another one. You need to do another. One. Well, I have been on. I have been on one, so I I got a few tucked right now. Uh, Cause I when I came back from vacation out there in Nevada, and I, and it wasn't just Nevada that I was in, but uh, when, once I came back, I was <sharp inhale> yeah. just just it just came to me, and like I was like, man. Don't you there's know? a there's like
2: sparks of Oh yeah That's the
0: favorite Because oh, yeah. it's like
1: nothing can stop it Exactly Like a nigga could walk up and interrupt you And you just be like Alright whatever And then go yeah. right yeah. back to yeah. it <laughs> You know what I'm saying When you in your When you in your mode Can't shit stop mm-hmm. you man. Like you get you Get the record done man We'll just go on the, We'll just go Take you on the next one we Ain't gonna be going for too long So you come back And you know Still work and shit If you want to nigga Because I do <laughs> But yeah Yeah So fuck it Yeah man. Get the shit done So we can go on tour man
0: yeah, Will do Will do Got some cool shit, man. I, 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 it's one of those things where I want you to sit down and listen to it because you're probably gonna be one that records it. But at the same time, I want you to like sit down and listen to it. Like, I don't know. It's it's gonna be some. It's gonna be some hot shit for all the
1: niggas on this podcast that have never heard Shaw rap. The man is a genius. I've told the nigga a million times he raps better than me. He refuses to believe it, <laughs> which is fine because, you know, niggas like to be fake humble and shit. But the man is amazing. If you can find, is it A. Shaw on SoundCloud? Go I, to, think so. go I think so. I think so. A. Shaw on SoundCloud and listen to Flight if you want to hear a lot of rapping, a lot of really good rapping. He, he rapped very well on that. I really enjoy listening to him rap.
0: Yeah, yeah, y'all check that out. Y'all check that out. I think I think I actually put up a playlist of the old shit too on there. Uh, so uh, retrograde. They started
1: picking up plays out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which
1: was nuts. Like, like where y'all been at? <laughs> Niggas figured it out. See now, you see, but you got to stop. I mean, I don't. I, did you? You didn't even care about that. See, I cared about my stats. I don't think you ever cared.
0: I I think when I when we started, no, I didn't. Uh, and it, you started it. It was one, of those, it was one to... of those things where it was like, cause, um, and and we didn't even touch on this on your timeline, but, uh, around the time when uh, SoundCloud got popping, like everybody was using yeah. it, and they tried we to was... say they tried to say y'all was internet rappers, and they was trying mm-hmm. to clown because of it. Now everybody's and now everybody's rappers. on that shit. Yeah. But see, that's
1: the funny shit. The niggas that are act like the the term internet. When I take the term internet rapper, I take that. As somebody saying that what we talk about on the internet is not what we actually do. Yeah. If I put it on the internet that I'm gonna fuck you up, I'll really yeah. do that in person. And I've mean I've seen that. it happen. have definitely
0: seen that happen. Oh shit, that did happen. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> it's on this document. Seen that happen. That's docu- just on YouTube, it's yo. On YouTube. <laughs> you niggas will never
1: find that video. Uh um, but that's what I'm saying like I mean, I'm mean, But these niggas really do that They really get on and they talk about this And that and a whole bunch of shit that they're gonna do And then they don't ever do it And then we never hear from them again It's like everything that I've said that I've put into the air Has happened Yeah, I told you niggas I was gonna drop mad music I dropped mad music I told you niggas I was gonna perform at all these fucking shows I did all these fucking shows yeah. Heads did about 50 shows last year You yeah. count them yeah. We was doing about 2 shows a month That's nuts and that's just about. There was times when we did two shows in one night. Right. There was times when we did three shows in a week. Right. We were ch- ch- we, went th- we went out to Lawrence and performed. We right. did a lot of shit that niggas just acted like didn't happen. Right. So you niggas that be talking about how you always be performing, y'all perform at the same spots. We yeah. was all over the fucking place. And we made moves. So now I can't move nowhere in the independent music community here. And niggas not know who I am. Right. And not know who Level Heads are. I haven't posted on a Levelheads page in about two months, and I'm getting likes every day. Man, niggas are still talking to me. Niggas talk about le- when they talking to me. They talk about Levelheads before they talk about me. Yeah. They be like, "Oh yeah, Heads is pretty good." I'm like, yeah, but I rap too, motherfucker. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and so I don't know. I I, I feel like we're coming to a, a space where I mean we've outgrown the city. Yeah. We've outgrown the climate, and uh, I don't know, man. I'm done I'm over it. Leave me the fuck alone.
2: <laughs>
0: September thirtieth. September thirtieth. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> Pre-order that shit, yo. <laughs> man, this was fun, man. This it was, was fun. fun. I don't know that there's any more that we even need to talk about. Like we went through your whole timeline. Yeah. We've been plugging we've been plugging your record. I mean only the other thing I could say uh is is check this man's page out at
1: MauriceAnthony.net. Okay. And Maurice Anthony. is Maurice, spelled M A R R I C E. Don't fuck my name up. Uh, but I'm Maurice Anthony on everything, so I have Twitter and Instagram, Sound. I mean, Snapchat and SoundCloud and all that shit. So I mean, just go follow me and whatever you like the most. Just stay with it.
0: Cool beans. Cool beans. Um, we're actually. I might actually, if if it's cool with you, I might actually post a couple of my favorite songs you get? on on, on the sure uncut.
2: Yes. Where I'll do a
0: Maris Anthony playlist on on the Uncut Podcast Facebook page. Okay, um,
2: that'd
0: be fun. Yeah, man. Like, I don't even know what to say on that because like, there's so much. There's so much of your music that I fuck with, mind you, mind you. And I told you this when we uh, this one time when we kicked it. Uh, we at Wingstop, and I had just heard, just heard the Bodak Yellow yeah. joint that you covered, and I was like, yo. I must have sit there and listened to it like three times in a row, and was just like, isn't nigga rapping his ass off." I went to work that week, that next week, and showed it to a few of my peoples, and they was like, "Damn, how he how he sound better than Cardi B?" And shout out to Cardi B, I love Cardi B. Cardi B yeah. is dope. Yeah. She she's dope. I yeah, there was a, a time the there was a time that I, the culture. I right there you go. Uh, there was a time that I didn't fuck with Cardi B.
1: There was a time when I did not fuck with Cardi B. It was right before Bodak Yellow. Right before Bodak Yellow. <laughs> it's just <really laughs> Bodak Yellow right now. So she got to prove me right. Man. I'm kind of like, all right, well, let's see what else you can do.
0: Yeah.
1: But so, that was um, fun. I mean, like those Instagram joints where I'm just rapping over some, another nigga beat, like yeah. that's always fun because it's like it's I good. could do this shit in my sleep. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's really like I would never just sit down and record that shit and take time to mix it and throw it up on SoundCloud because it's like, nigga, I... There's no point in that. I just yeah. kill your shit right here for sixty seconds and
0: go about my day. Like, that's always fun. Um, now there was a part of the formula that I might actually, oh, excuse me. There's a part of the formula I might actually, I might actually use uh, with your permission, of course. Uh, but because we both rapping ass niggas,
1: nigga asking me for permission, like, <laughs> like he ain't
0: been rapping. Than me. <laughs> but no, no, it's, it's it's your formula. It's something that you've been doing that I haven't been. Um you know, you you throw up the videos and whatnot. Um and you know, you like like with the, the Bodak yellow drink that you did. Me myself, I'm probably gonna use some older shit. That's what you're supposed to do. Like, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to get in your own lane with the
1: shit. I mean, there's a lot of shit out right now that is just like the new wave, but fuck all that. If you can, you know, yeah, kill somebody old shit, that's even better. I mean, that's I've rapped done. on that crush on you shit. Yeah. Do what you want man? That's man. the fun part about being able to just attack the internet. Do what you want. If you want to rap over, you know, some some old school hip hop shit, then that's what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to sit here and conform to everybody else. I, I just did "Bodak Yellow" because I was like, I saw the challenge, and I was like, that beat fire, so it's gonna happen today.
0: Word up. There's one that I, I really been, and, and it's kind of old now. I, I think it, I really think it's about a year old, but the song is even is even older that they sampled. So. I, I dig the sample, and I'm going to get on it. I ain't going to tell y'all what it is. I'm, y'all just going to see it when I throw it up. Um, just know that your boy, y- your boy Maurice is out here. He doing things. And your boy 2SM is it, still funky walking and dirty talking on the mic. So we're we, we going to do this shit. We're going to get out here. And and, and Morgan, Mor- Morgan going to have some stuff, too. Uh, Morgan kind of, she she kind of. Tucked the flame away for a minute, but she she bringing it back. She bringing it back. I'm definitely
1: bringing it back. I'm actually working on some things and recording. Yeah. Aww, so it, we'll it. leave
2: that alone until it come
1: out.
0: <laughs> word up, word up. So we about uh we had a, a minute twenty five right know,
1: now. Band twenty five. It's an like hour some change, nigga. <laughs> I, don't I talk too much. When yeah. I say
0: a minute twenty five, hour twenty five, yeah. gonna say a minute twenty five. Long as shit, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> but, but it's like always it's like the, that with wow, us, though. Yeah. Like we, we sit and talk and, and This is and, regular shit. Nigga could really right. just said this
1: shit like off cam and it had been the same conversation. Right,
0: exactly. So like real talk, we this this is what we do. Music is what we do. We some rapping ass niggas. That's
1: right,
0: one hundred percent. Man, uh, uh, shout out to Marquis. Yeah, because like man, if it wasn't if it wasn't for him. I don't think I would have jumped into the music the way that I had. I knew what hip-hop was. I knew what rapping was. And I could do it. But I was really on some old R&B shit back mm-hmm. then. So, like... And he, I, if
1: it wasn't for Marquee, I don't think I would have let my eclectic side show. Yeah. Because I was still trying to do a bunch of shit that I thought my friends would like. Yeah. Um, and I stopped when I saw when I heard Marquis. Like, I, there's a song that is not out. It probably won't ever come out. He sampled uh, Regina Spectre for a mm. record. Um and uh I just thought that was just amazing. And it was like coupled with that and that was back when like the old Wallet tapes were coming out, and mm-hmm. Wale was rapping over like gorilla's beats and shit and yeah. or like uh Lupe Fiasco beats and shit and like just rapping over like unorthodox things to rap on.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's just crazy because now that's the way. But back then it wasn't the way. Right. Back then you had to have your shit Mad Basie and you know, it had to be like a little Wayne beat or some shit. You right. know, you can do whatever you want. And Marquis was just the first nigga I'd ever met that literally did whatever he wanted. He exactly. literally rapped over whatever he wanted. He made whatever songs he wanted. And the best part about it was, he, no nigga ever called him soft for it. Right. Nobody ever said you soft because you rapping over Regina Spector. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's kind of like, why well, I can go and I can do like some aggressive shit, like leave me the fuck alone, but then turn right the fuck around and then do something like a girls where I'm just doing girl records for five songs. Yeah. Niggas know, like even if I'm on a specific subject that may seem to be a little bit more you know uh, you know a little uh more gentle i guess i mean i'm still a a very technical rapper yeah and i can still do my thing i'm not a bitch either so try me you can smoke
0: cool cool man yeah um we'll be posting We'll be reposting uh, the the joint with Marquis, the one on one with Marquis, and then we'll be throwing this one up as well with Maurice Anthony. So, like I said, y'all y'all go check out Maurice's music. Please check check that out, and, and then and then tell him what y'all think about it. Like real talk, pre-order the joint, listen to the songs, check out his older, his, his, check out his catalog, check out the whole damn thing.
1: Right, there are two singles for the album out right now. The first one is called NYB, and then the second one is called Leave Me To Fuck Alone. So when they're up on the, uh, This Saint Heaven SoundCloud, I'll probably be sharing those here shortly.
0: Cool. So.
2: We'll have the link in the description. The link, link
0: will be in the description. So we're going to go ahead and, uh, and, uh, set it down, I guess wrap it up then <laughs> it's your boy the funky walker dirty talker t- aka 2SM aka A-Shaw none iller than scruffzilla and the motherfucking grays word up and once again just just, just check us out let us know what you think on uh, on the Uncut Podcast Facebook page we're all over Instagram uh, Twitter Twitter um, soundcloud right mm-hmm. soundcloud and then there's one more itunes and google play and google play, and google play. so like
1: are y'all still number one
0: I that was cool i didn't know that how did you tell me that yeah. oh okay okay so yeah uh shout out to shout out to the city shout out to the city for those who didn't for those who didn't know we out here yep. all right
1: Coughing, the world's a coughing, I dead life with these words off, and a nerd off, and birds in the curl dropping, a doomsday for a nigga that's turd hopping, a burst of flames come from the chest, I need a lot off my chest, I'm trying to fly and you will not get there by bird watching, so hands on the lines, I'm suicide clocking, that do or die option is so pivotal, you either turn these big problems minuscule or turn yourself to dinner.